Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. All right, we're starting another hour of the next round. Thank you very much, Marty Smith, for uh, joining us on the show. The rest of it belongs to you. We've got Rockstars Four Downs coming up and Trash. Your calls as well, 734-0923, uh, If you want to jump on the show with us. I mentioned we've got some specialty shows coming up Saturday uh, with Johnston RV, but also coming up this afternoon, we're going to be down at the BJCC uh, with our friends for the Birmingham Squadron. We'll do a live show from there. They are playing the main Celtics tonight. The main Celtics. We don't have point spread on that one. Do they, they, do they don't do point spreads on this, do they? On G no. League? You can't bet on G no. League. Uh, Maine at Birmingham tonight, 7 o'clock. You know, when you say that, like the state of Maine, people are like, damn. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, we're going to see Tatum and Brown down here. The Maine Celtics. Like, you know, yeah. the, the important ones. That's the way you sound, <laughs> yeah, The M-A-I-N Celtics. Yes, yes. Like, we're not going to get Bob Cousy, Larry yeah. Bird, the Chief Robert Nobody Parrish. from the bench, the starters, the Maine guys. <laughs> the, Brian Scalabrini. Scalabrini. Hell yeah, that guy can shoot. D. Brown. Uh, the main Celtics are uh, coming to Birmingham uh, tonight and tomorrow night, so you could catch them down at the uh, BJCC, and you can catch us live this afternoon for tickets. Uh, Birmingham Squadron, birmingham.gleague.nba.com, birminghamsquadron.com, and uh, birminghamsquadron.com will get you the tickets to the game. Great for uh, church groups, youth groups, all of that uh, with the Birmingham Squadron. So uh, check us out later this afternoon with the Squadron. All right, so um, Vanderbilt basketball, and one sentence you would describe their current state of their program as what? Uh, shit. Uh, that is a very short sentence, <laughs> but I think, it, I think it captures the mood of Vanderbilt basketball. Uh, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah, look, I got this text I told you, and it's a pretty good source um, of what is going on at Vanderbilt. Yeah. And it puts Jerry Stackhouse in a really bad light. Well, Jerry is uh, hearing it, um, Lance, and the... Well, this can be interesting. The one thing I'll say about this, because I'm not overly comfortable going out and giving these details, but the one thing that it does say in here is Stack doesn't feel like he's on the hot seat whatsoever. So does that change with this comment? That Stack is not on the hot seat whatsoever? Well, he doesn't believe he is. He doesn't believe he is? Yeah. Um. Well, let's just hear what Jerry says, and let's let you come to that conclusion. Now, this is on the hills, by the way, of them losing to Georgia. Lance, they went to Athens. I mean, it's hard to play a road game, right? They go to Athens and lose to Georgia. Nope, that's right there at home. 76-64, Georgia beats them to drop them to 7-19, and 2-11 in conference. Only Missouri is worse, and Missouri is bad. But only Missouri is worse. At least Dennis Gates is in year two. This is Jerry Stackhouse, fully built, fully owned house right here, right? This is his place, and uh, they are not a good basketball team. And Jerry, after the game, went on a really strange path to me. Here is the Vanderbilt coach. I got hired here to do a job, and I've been trending in the right direction for a long time. Like you know, I, I probably heard more things about net 
this year than I've, than I've ever heard about our net. You know, the last four years before that, when we increased our net every year, I hadn't heard anything about that. So we've been doing a lot of good things, trying to trend in the right direction. And, and I know it's a lot of noise out there, a lot of things. But, you know, I, one thing I can say, uh, no weapons formed against me shall prosper. You know what I'm saying? Because I got faith with the man upstairs that he that, that he put me in this position for a reason and everything that I'm going through right now, um, you know, with this team and off the court, it's ordained. And the stuff that's going to make me better and I really feel about that. You know, there was 12 disciples, right? And there's only one of them was a Judas. There's a lot of people pulling for me. You know, there's a lot of people pulling for our team. And, I'm, and I just try to think about those people and, and make sure that I continue to, to do my job and focus on, on these guys and helping them get better, and then I'll live with the result from there. Yeah, let me say this. I grew up a Carolina fan, big Jerry Stackhouse fan. Right. As a head coach, I don't know. It's still a big incomplete, but I want to be consistent because I've said this about guys like Chip Kelly at UCLA. UCLA, not the easiest of jobs when it comes to college football. Vanderbilt, not the easiest of jobs when it comes to college basketball, although I do think Vanderbilt should be better than some people think. But he goes 11-21, and we'll throw COVID out, from 11 wins to 19 wins to 22 wins. And really the thing that jumps out to me, those 22 wins last year, they were 11-7 and in conference. Yeah. And he falls back, he's 7-18, and he's 2-10. and I don't think he's going to get fired. Like, I would not fire him. But this thing is definitely trending in the wrong direction. Oh, interesting. Direction. So if you're the Vandy AD, you would not fire Jerry Stackhouse? I would not. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think um, I would. Unless some of the things I've heard internally are very accurate. Yeah. And this thing maybe has gotten away from him. That's a different situation. But if it's just, you know, they're just not playing great basketball right now, I've got to look at what he has done the previous four years. So I'll get back to his record in a moment. Now, the, the soundbite, the part that was curious to me, so the no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The actual verse is written in Isaiah as Did God. butcher that? God, well, not really butcher it, but God's talking to Israel, and he says no weapon formed against you will prosper so he did make it personal a lot of people use that verse i'm not sure everybody uses it in its proper context but that's fine where he lost me was the whole thing about the 12 disciples i guess he was saying jesus had a lot of followers and only one judas so i've got a lot of followers and only one judas or i'm not going to pay attention to the judas or i don't i don't know i don't know what all of that meant right there that that one kind of lost me i don't know if rockstar interpreted more than i did in that no it did no when he got to the 12 disciples part rockstar he kind of lost me there it seems like he he kind of got on the train he's like i gotta stay on i gotta keep going yeah i, I need keep one more references. biblical reference yeah here. but it's almost like he had that like um it was a premeditated yeah you know, thing he was going to go with. Yeah, Brody's like the twelve disciples comment was like just a fact. He never really connected it. Anything. It's like it's like yeah, he, Brody's right. It's like he put a random biblical fact in there. Like yeah, yeah Jesus had twelve disciples. One of them was Judas. Anyway, we got to get a better record in the net. Um, yeah, I mean, but that was, was almost a Dole Hargraves uh, moment in Sling Blade. Where he's trying to, I don't understand this Bible stuff. <laughs> Zach's right. I think he was just riffing. Like right there, he was. He was like, yeah. "What biblical story?" You know, Noah had an ark. Yeah, and uh, two of every animal. And if I had two sinners, I would be a lot better. As I think I'm looking at the reaction of the media, and I didn't get the reaction that I wanted. So I'm going right. to go a little deeper. Yeah, I'm going to try to get that reaction I thought I was going to get. But then I got lost in my analogy, so I couldn't really land the plane right there. John 3.16. Yes. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Anyway, he's got faith. He believes he's going to be fine. And I think ultimately probably will be. Yeah. Somebody in the chat asked, 
who gets fired first, Stackhouse or Dewan Howard? I don't think it's any doubt. When you've already got Chris Holtman getting fired in season at Ohio State, and the only team worse than them right now in conference is Dewan Howard in Michigan. And look, Dewan has, uh, you know, physically, he's had some, uh, some setbacks. But this has kind of gone in the wrong direction. You know, it wasn't long ago that Michigan was the best, ten, best team in the Big Ten. Now, unfortunately, that was – was that – no, it wasn't the COVID year. It was the year after COVID. But they went to an Elite Eight. Yeah. But then they go from 23 wins to 19 wins to 18 wins last year, and now they're 3-12 and 12 in conference and 8-18 eight and 18 overall. Yeah. So I think it's going to be Howard – Easily. Steve's right, right, sir. What if you had gone into the uh, so-and-so begat, so-and-so, just started doing like the lineage? No, that, that's what Dole yes. Hargraves in Sling Blade, yeah. Dwight Yoakam, one of the greatest supporting characters in such any a, movie in cinematic history. Yeah, such a random part for Dwight Yoakam. But how well did he play? Oh, it, it was phenomenal. Like, I like Dwight, Yo- Dwight Yoakam, the singer. Well, Randy, great. we don't need practice. <laughs> he's great in uh, Four Christmases. He's a great preacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that when uh, Vince Vaughn is yeah, Moses? This child is a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> he's popping his ass out. Uh, that was a bad movie that had some really good scenes. Yeah, it was great. Zach says, I know I'm bald. You know who else was? Elisha. And he got those bears to kill and eat those that made fun of him. That's going to be his next post-game quote. Hey, keep rolling with it. Yeah. I mean, you may as well just stick with the Old Testament references, I guess. I don't even though one of them was New Testament with uh, Jesus you, and the disciples. Are, I don't know. Are you with me, though, that Vanderbilt should be a little bit better? I really don't know what Vanderbilt is. You know, I listened to Richard Hendricks the other day that played in this conference and lives in Nashville, seemed to have a pretty good feel on it. And he even followed up. I'd have to dig through this for a second. I've got I got a lot of text here. Well, but, as you're doing that, I mean, because we, he followed up to our interview on Bandy. I mean, how much better is Northwestern than Vanderbilt basketball right now? How much better is Northwestern? Yeah, I mean, well, Northwestern I mean, is going to be in the NCAA tournament yeah. this year. And they made their first tournament appearance a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, they? it was an awful program. And yeah. again, Kevin Stallings, you know, went to three sweet 16. Yeah. So if Vanderbilt baseball can be one of the best top five to top 10 program win national championship, yep. I just think Vanderbilt basketball should be better. I will tell you how Vanderbilt could get really good in football and basketball really quickly, okay? I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you how it is going to happen, but I'm first going to tell you about precision sports. Precision sports and uh, orthopedics. Listen, injuries happen to a lot of people for a lot of reasons, right? Maybe you were putting up um, Christmas decorations and you hurt your arm or something like that. Maybe you got up off the couch and your knee starts hurting you. Well, listen, you're out shooting hoops. You feel some pain. Precision Sports Medicine and Orthopedics is your provider. Here is their number, 205-512-3885. The website, precisionsportsortho.com. And uh, orthopedic care is better together, so use Precision Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Find your provider today, 205-512-3885, or precisionsportsortho.com slash 2024, precisionsportsortho.com slash 2024. Here's how Vanderbilt can get really good in football or basketball. Follow me on this, okay? And I don't know if this is eventually going to happen, but I can see a scenario in which it does. Players are going to soon become employees of athletic departments. That's just a given. I do wonder, as that happens, will there any more, and I brought this up, and I can't remember where you stood on it. I don't think Dunaway you know, much cared for the idea of this. I do wonder, as players become employees, will there even be any sort of academic requirements for them anymore? So if I go play football at Michigan State, and I am now a university employee, 
um, my performance, I'm, I'm, I'm working a job now. So my ac- you know, my academic performance, what does that really matter in correlation with my job anymore? Yeah, but if you're still um, a member of a team, you've got to keep your eligibility, right? Well, but uh, you're assuming there is an eligibility requirement by these schools. You're well, assuming that... When the major conferences okay. pull away and they do away with the NCAA, they still keep eligibility requirements. Well, here's the rub, and I don't know if it's a problem or not, but this is one of those situations that if you don't have eligibility, then there's no limitation on how long you can play. Which is another thing I brought up once we go to players as employees. I don't and a lot want, of people don't have an appetite for that. I don't want a bunch of 30-year-olds playing college football. But that is the way Vandy could get good in the future is if they could find that way to skirt their academics. Oh, Sure. Because Nashville's too good of a town. Then you got players that can't spell Vanderbilt. Doesn't matter. They shoot the three. <laughs> you know, they can run for 100 yards. Um, they just, I mean, they don't have a what seems like a real passionate fan base that's going to jump in the NIL game. Where's Vandy going to go for NIL money? Like, your big money graduates of Vanderbilt, do you think they are hardcore Vanderbilt Athletics fans? Uh, I would say probably not. Probably not. Uh, first of all, I've spent some time on the Vandy campus, actually. A lot of them are international students. they got a lot of international students that come to the United States for Vandy's excellent medical school and Vandy's excellent engineering school. They don't grow up Vanderbilt fans. They probably don't go to a ton of Vanderbilt athletic events, and they go out and they make a millions of dollars. And I didn't realize this. Skip Bayless is a Vandy grad. Skip Bayless is basically got a mask... And a gun, and he robs wherever he is because. So you think he's going to give that to Vandy? I give him credit for one thing: he's very prepared, prepared to do bad content. I will right. say that. I think it is so unentertaining. But he's got a ton of money. I mean, how much money is Skip Bayless making per year? Um, I have heard the number at Fox because he was one of Fox's really big hires. It was like eight to ten million. Yeah, I think wasn't it? eight to ten million. So anyway, he's got money. He obviously is a sports fan. Yeah. So I mean, that's one of the guys I would hit up. Al Gore, is he a sports fan? Uh, that's a lockbox. I don't know what Al Gore has been. I, I think, really don't know. I haven't I've seen been Al Gore. with Tipper. I would think <laughs> Dirk's seen him in a while. Bentley is probably. Dirk's a, Bentley went to Bandy? That's what it says here. Wow. Where did Clay Travis go? Uh, uh, see, he went to George Mason. No, that's George Washington under. Oh, George Washington, but he went to Vanderbilt right. Law School. So, yeah. okay, I mean, there's good. a degree there. Yeah. Clay ought to donate now. Clay's giving his NIL money to Tennessee. That's the again. Yeah. You see the problem, right? Mm. Like anybody that goes to Vandy, like Skip Bayless, he's a big Dallas Cowboys guy. He didn't care about Vandy athletics. Al Gore, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know to the extent he's a sports fan. He cares about Vandy athletics. Zolman, who? Zolman, is that his name? Who's quarterback Zolman? At Vanderbilt. Greg Zolman. Yeah. Greg Zolman. There you go. No, I mean, you've got Jay, some Jay Cutler. He made some money. No, I mean, you've got some some baseball players from you know uh, Dansby Swanson, Sonny Gray. That is David, true. I mean, if you could tap David in, Price, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've had some really good because they that's they're a baseball school. If you could tap into those MLB guys, but if I but you know who you know where that is, where they want their NIL to go is to baseball, right? I mean, if I called David Price and I'm like, hey. Uh, we'd like for you to donate uh, half a million dollars in uh, for our NIL. You know what he's going to say? Well, how many pitchers are we getting for that? You think David Price wants to donate half a million dollars to try to make Vandy football competitive? You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, Again, I, I don't if you know. find a way to write this off, uh, James Patterson. Uh, author. Oh, is that the author? Yeah. Oh, he's made a ton of money, Rockstar. He's a Vanderbilt he, he's guy. He's airport like uh, Danielle Steele. Yeah. There again, I bet James Patterson hadn't watched a Vandy game in years. Well, I was going to say, in Patterson's work, is there any sports references at all? Don't know. Never any read one. about a uh, sports person? Yeah. 
I'm just saying it's it's tough. I mean, Vandy, it seems like it would be easy because Nashville's a great town. It's a desirable place to live. If I were a college athlete, like if you went on a, you know, right, you've been on the Vandy campus, Lance, you know right where it is. If you made a campus visit there and one night you just walked out to that part of Broadway right there, Winners and Losers is right there. Um, you know, I, I can't name all the bars that are right it's, there, but you know all those a bars. Hot, hot town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if doghouse. Yeah, the doghouse. If you were a college athlete and you, and you walked into those bars, you'd say, "Hey, I could live here." Yep. I mean, it's not an undesirable place to go to. Not school. at all. And that's a great part of town, right there. And then if you go down to Lower Broadway and you see all of that, you're like, "Man, I could have some fun in this town." But I, I don't know. I don't know how they dig out of this. I don't know. But I feel like if you gave John Calipari the job, he could go recruit. I feel like if you gave Calipari the job and the uh, budget, he could recruit. Can Jerry Stackhouse not do it with that same budget, or can I'll, he not get the budget? I'll stick to it. If Nick Saban took over Vanderbilt's basketball program, I think within two years they'd be in the Sweet 16. If he took over Vandy's football program, I think in the past he could have contended for Atlanta. I don't know that he could now. Yeah, I don't know about now. That, that I would, think in the East, there was a time where the East was low enough he could have nah. maybe won the East or been in the contention for the East. I think he would be in contention to be a top 25 team at Vanderbilt. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, James Franklin did that. I think he could have as much success Vanderbilt basketball that he could football. <laughs> well, stick by it, man. All you got to do is bring in... If if well, I say this now. Darius, <laughs> you're about to make well, a big Darius, statement here. Darius Garland was a guy that only played like four or five games. Um, Scotty Pippen Jr. was really good for them, though, and I guess that was one of the reasons that they were going in the right direction. And oh, now yeah. they just don't have a lot of talent. But I think Saban could pull in one or two really good players. Well, Royal Payne says Vandy needs to hire someone with an exciting style. Pay him as he wins. Spend that football money. I guess he's talking about football and not basketball. I don't know. They've never had anybody with an exciting exciting style in football. Like nope. even James Franklin winning wasn't winning with an exciting style. Yeah. But how easy would it be to to recruit there? I mean, really, not you only think. all the bars, yeah. but you know, somebody just brought up the bachelorette parties. Now to me it's the academics is the problem. The the pedal bikes and the knee high white boots and the different t shirts, seeing it day in, day out, every other hour gets a little old, but if you're 18 or 19 years old, you're like, damn. Yep. It probably never gets old. Nope. Yep. Sure I, I doubt that one ever gets old. Uh, Alright, so there's Jerry Stackhouse using some uh, interesting biblical analogies as to where the Vanderbilt program is right now. When we return, Rockstar is going to give us his four downs. Lance the Rump Shaker is coming up. Uh, it's one of the, I mean, I've heard us talk about this 5K for years. This one's had some staying power. Yeah, hey, did you know that colon cancer, second leading cause of cancer deaths in America, it affects men and women equally if you're 45 or older? Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, it's treatable, it's beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, visit them online, rumpshakerinc.org. Also, the 16th annual Rump Shaker 5K is coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regensfield in Birmingham to get registered and more information rumpshakerinc.org. All right, Rockstar gives us his off the beaten path four downs next on the next round. Take the next round anywhere you go with official next round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. 
Just because you've quit going to the gym, it doesn't mean that you have to quit gym altogether. Dunaway, that is. With our next round podcasts open 24-7, 365, you can access gym anytime you'd like. While you may have done away with your treadmill routine, our version of Dunaway is standing by ready to get you back to your absolute best. Find all that lovely Jimmy D-led content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and in the podcast section of nextroundlive.com. This message is sponsored by Jimmy Crypto Inc. and Jimmy Crypto for President. Let me introduce you to the new line of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. This great new line is perfect for the industrial athlete, the guy who is working on concrete or running through the warehouse all day long. Red Wing Athletics use the same technology found in a running shoe with soft mesh uppers, a lightweight aluminum toe for protection, and non-slip soles. This shoe is a winner. This comfortable new line of safety shoes are perfect for warehousing and light manufacturing. Plus, the colors look great. Stop by your local Red Wing Shoe Store, have your feet measured, and test drive a new pair of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. Legacy Credit Union has the ultimate game changer for your finances. With engaged checking, you can earn 3% APY on balances up to $15,000. You heard correctly, 3% APY. But it's not just about scoring with high yields. With engaged checking, you can get paid up to two days early. That means your paycheck, Social Security, tax refund, you name it, you get it early. So stop sitting on the sidelines and get in the game with engaged checking. Sign up today at LegacyCreditUnion.com or visit any nine Greater Birmingham area branches. APY is annual percentage yield. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. You never know what we're up to here at the next round. The easiest way to stay in the know with our antics and adventures is to follow the next round across all social media platforms at Next Round Live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Whether it's Dunaway sleeping in the studio, Tim and Lunsford breaking down the latest movie release, or Game Day Chronicles, we are here to keep you updated on the latest sports news while, of course, having just a little bit of fun. Follow at Next Round Live across all platforms to join in. Emma Beth asking the chat room, and we're going to talk about the Eli Gold uh, situation. We are. We will do that in the next segment. I was going to give that some uh, time to breathe. So we'll get to that after uh, Rockstar's four downs in just a moment. Um, the Latrell Reitzel situation, it does appear that he is not going to play against Kentucky, which makes that game interesting. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, that game's interesting with or without him. I shouldn't say that's what makes that yeah, game Yeah, it depends on which yeah. Kentucky team you get to show that's up. That's the more interesting story. Like, when Little T and I were riding back last night and that game had just gone final, I said, um, if you're an Alabama fan, I think you probably wanted uh, Kentucky to win yeah. that game. You, you didn't want that put back going in. No. 74-73 is what you wanted from Kentucky. Yeah. Auburn is at Georgia, so Alabama's going to be playing without Reitzel. Auburn could also be a key player down as well. That's kind of an interesting uh, – There, I've not seen any further update on that, but that could also be an interesting storyline with Jalen Williams there. I mean, you're, you're talking about Alabama and Auburn going on a road game with, with potentially without key players playing at all or being 100% if they do play. Um, I, I obviously feel better about Auburn at Georgia. I think Auburn wins that game. You hesitate. 
I, I mean, feel Jaylen, better. Jalen Williams is big. It's a big loss. Yeah. I feel better about them at Georgia. I would let me yeah, put it this no, way: I'd rather have to go win at Georgia than go win at Rupp. I right. guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. So yeah, I mean, Auburn will be that game will be around a pick now with no Jalen Williams. I think Auburn will be two and a half. Yeah. Obviously, Kentucky's going to be favored. So based on that, yeah, on paper, the tougher game would be for Alabama. Yeah, I think for Al, I think for Auburn in terms of the SEC regular season championship, another loss might do you in. It's really going to make it difficult. Another loss will. Um, for Alabama, you can lose that game and you're still okay because you got Tennessee. Game day is coming to Tuscaloosa next week. I know nothing has been announced, but I'll just go and tell you, game day is coming to Tuscaloosa next week. So uh, I restated everything but say it yesterday. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, it looked that way. It could have been Kansas and Baylor, but yeah. apparently you talked to somebody that leaked it last night. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying game day is coming to Tuscaloosa next week. It's the first time it'll ever be in Tuscaloosa. Is it really? Yep. They've never come to Tuscaloosa. Well, by that logic, you got to go, right? It might be the first time. I would imagine they're doing some research. It might be the first time it's going to a school during football season and basketball season in the same year. Oh, I doubt that. I don't know. I heard last night that that might be the first time. Uh, I'm just trying to think about programs. Oh, Florida back in the day had to have both. Well, or, I don't know. Were they I don't doing think basketball they were on the, back yeah, then? Yeah, they didn't go on the road back when Florida had Billy Donovan kicking it. So I'm just telling you, that might might be the case. Okay, what would be other possibilities? Well, one sneaky one would be Baylor back when Art Bryles, but I'm I can't remember if. But when did they start doing the? the that's what I can't remember when yeah, they the started going on basketball. It's been fairly recent that they've started going on campus in basketball. Yeah, I would think uh, when Trey Young was with Oklahoma, potentially. I don't know if they were on the road then, though. That's the thing. I mean, it's a relatively new development. Yes, them on the road. Tennessee had both. I uh, don't think so. Uh, lock tonight. Hemp Hill Services brings you the lock every single night. That free play last night. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Uh, yeah, had a nice three and one last night. Had Nebraska. They were up twenty one of the second half. They were that game, that number flipped around. So it opened Indiana one and a half at home. Nebraska had yet to win on the road in the Big Ten. It flipped to Nebraska one and a half. I think it went off at Indiana minus one and a half. I don't know exactly where we had it on our site, but uh, they get up nineteen or twenty one, and then they end up closing it to three. It was what we call a nut sweater. <laughs> but we end up getting that one last night. So 3-1 and one overall at Lance'sLog.com, where you have an opportunity to win $1,000 cash. Nicholas, yeah, we're going to give $1,000 cash every single day. You've got an opportunity to win it. All you got to do is go to Lance's Lock on TikTok. Lance's Lock on TikTok. See the game of the day. You predict the winner and the score in that game. Which game are we playing today? I've forgotten. Uh, we are playing Washington State right. at Arizona. I talked about it earlier. Washington State at Arizona. You go to Lance's Lock. You find that video. You make a prediction on the score, winner and score. We're going to pick five people at random. If you're one of those five and you predict the score correctly, you get $1,000 cash. It is that easy. Lance's Lock on TikTok. Lance's Lock on TikTok. All right. Rockstar does four downs for us every day. Let's do it right now. It's presented by our friends at Slice. Yeah. Hey, look, if you're looking for great pizza, local pizza, local ingredients, Slice, the place you need to check out. Had dinner in there last Friday night. Night from the Soul Pie, the Bajaya Special, the Hot Mama. It's got that great spice to it. You're going to love it. Uh, four locations, soon to be that fifth location in Homewood. For more information, slice Birmingham.com. First down. 
What is a rich person thing you would totally do if you were rich? I wouldn't drive. I know what you guys are going to say. <laughs> Changing things out. You know, like, you know, I go to trivia on Wednesday. If I have a couple of drinks, I'm not driving. But like this last three weeks, I've been driving everywhere. But I would rather have like, you know, like a nice SUV where I sit in the back you want and, to be the Dan Orlovsky experience when Dan's on with yeah, us. Look, and, it, yeah. and it doesn't jump out. It's just more about my comfort. Like, if you see an SUV driving down the street, you're not going to be like, ooh, that must be some rich guy in the back. Um, I would just like to be a guy that doesn't have to drive anymore. Uh, I would. Mine was more about flying to locations. Like, we just went down to uh, Mobile to see my daughter, who's in school in South Alabama. And as we're coming back home, I told Jennifer, I was like, man, imagine if we had a plane. We could, like, we, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could do this trip in 30 minutes. Something to consider. What did yeah. she say? She was like, you're right, right? Yeah. We could do that trip in 30 minutes. But if I was wealthy. Imagine if we lived here. Yeah, I was, if I was wealthy, I would have flown to see her and flown back to Birmingham. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I think you would do if you had a ton of money. I mean, you know, I've already mapped it out. If I ever hit the Powerball one day, I know exactly. I'm going to have three houses. I know where they're going to be. Um, probably never going to happen. But that's another thing I would do. But but probably up there. (laughs) Yeah. But on the the other end of it, I think the the simple thing, if you just had enough money, you probably could hire a driver. Second down. What is something you love the sound of? Rain. I mean, I can't tell you. Especially if it's like a Saturday or Sunday morning and I don't really have to get up. And I'm not necessarily asleep, but I can lay in bed. And I'll open a blind by the bed and just watch the rain mm. hit the tree. You I like just, that? I love the sound of rain. I absolutely love it. I was trying to remember where I was the other day. I don't think it had a tin roof, but you could hear the rain hitting the roof. That's a pretty cool sound. But no, mine is cicadas in the summer. Like sitting back uh, and we got a good summer for you coming up. Yeah, that's what I hear. Summer of a trillion cicadas. Yeah, but man, when you when you sit back there on the uh, back deck in the summer on a dark, you know, warm summer night and the cicadas, oof, I want out to reflect. Yeah, yeah, Tyler says bonfire. Not necessarily. I mean, bonfire. You, I mean, how often are you around those? But when I have my little fire pit out back, hearing that wood crackle, oh. that is a good sound. I do like May because we're done with pollen. It's not like oppressively hot. And a May night, you could sit out there and the cicadas have already started. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah, is, that pollen does suck. Yeah, but one, we're we're pretty much past it in May. Third down. Uh, you may not have an answer. I, I was racking my brain for an answer for this. But what is the weirdest way you know of a couple who has met? And fallen in love. Well, I tell you, I, I thought about this because I know some weird ones, but I couldn't like recall them. But I do remember Dunaway going on a double date. Yep, that is true. That is true. And somehow he starts eyeballing his friend's woman, and then he ends up dating Maggie, and they get married. Yeah. So I mean, for the first time you've met somebody's on a double date with one of your best friends. I mean, that's, I mean, sit- that's sitcom material. Yeah, it, it is kind of sitcom material, right? I know a couple that met uh, in a car accident. Like one calls just the a, other? Yeah, I know a fender bender. They were in the car accident, both singles. Um, you know, it was just one of those deals, you know, in traffic. I think, I don't, actually, I don't think it was either one of their faults. I think it was a multiple, like they were in, in a multiple accident, like as a boom, 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 one of those type deals. And uh, exchanged information while they were waiting on the uh, police to arrive. They start talking and kind of hit it off. They have to exchange the information on insurance there. He's got her number. Kind of like, what do I From do with that? From an AIDS walk list? Huh? From an AIDS walk list? Uh, Seinfeld reference. Oh, okay, yeah. It's uh, a, you probably what, want to explain that one. What made me uh, think of the question, there's a subreddit for Birmingham where you can 
everything's offering something or asking for it. What restaurant T2? And this guy said he has a misconnection. I was at, I know this is a long shot, but I was in an elevator yesterday with a beautiful brunette. It was just her and I. Yeah. And I didn't take my shot, but she smiled at me in a flirting way. I smiled at her. She was beautiful. I didn't take my shot. If you're out there, my name's so-and-so and so-and-so. It's just like... I can't imagine like, oh, that's uh, that's Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you got to be a little more specific. I was in an elevator well, here. The building, what building? Because I remember in. at Brookwood Mall way back in the day, I had one of those situations. And weird. I mean, this is years and years and years ago, but it just it felt like, and, and I started to think, you know, fifteen twenty years after the fact, could there be an app for this? Well, there's there's missed the, opportunity. There's a misconnection app, not an app. Like oh. I think it's the thing where like I met you at the beach in Daytona, yeah. and we 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 hung out for a couple of days. I, I just don't know your last name. I know your name's uh, this. Well, well, I would think by now you almost automatically get like uh, social media something, yeah, right? But that's what's crazy. Like, well, I like I had a conversation with a girl at the drive-through line or whatever at, at at a restaurant, and I did not get her name, and now I'm kicking myself. Yeah, in the G ass Kerbo. Court. I met my fiance on Hinge. I met G Kerbo last night. He came out. We appreciate the support. Uh, we saw him last. Last night at Odie's after he had gone to the Sanford game. There's so many people like you met Nancy on Bumble. I did like a lot of couples, a lot of her friends met their significant others on Bumble. Yeah, I had a Zoom call the other day and I was uh, the girl I was talking to, uh, she was talking about her husband's from Birmingham. I was like, how did you guys meet? And she was like, we actually met on um, Tinder. So, I mean, I, I don't think that's like abnormal now. Do you know what's weird though? So Tuesday, I went to this new car wash that's over here and washed my car. And uh, I was vacuum, vacuuming out my car, and the lady next to me asked if I could help her with something, right? And Air quotes. She, no. Is that why she put you in the trunk? Literally asked if I could help her with something. Hey, do you mind grabbing this for me? I'm not tall enough. Or it was something like on top of her car. It's what Buffalo Bill did it's when he back, got, he got her to help the with the couch. Yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you help me with this couch? Yeah. So, but <laughs> she, there was something, I'm just going to say there was something, there was, she had a tattoo, and there was something distinctive about her that stood out, okay? Nothing sexual, I'm just saying, something stood out. I am in a totally different part of town yesterday. I talked to Lance on the phone real quick when he was telling me how bad I screwed up his entertainment system. And I was in Homewood slash Mountain Brook right there on the line at the old Starbucks right there. It's Santos Coffee now. Yep. I saw that same lady again. I'd never seen her in my life. And now, like, back-to-back days in two different parts of town, I see so her. So what stood out? Like a shark's tooth necklace? Uh, she had a piercing that stood out. A Was it on her face? Yeah. She had not miss well yeah I was on her nose she had a nose piercing and she had a tattoo and I, I just I could distinctively remember because I had made eye contact with her at the car wash two days earlier and I'm like I've never seen this woman in my life and now two straight days I've seen her, or two days out of no it's two straight days I've seen her that's kind of weird to me it is you should have gotten her name and then I don't have to, I'm married I don't we can have a budding friendship I mean, even I, if I wasn't married would I'm not she be a good match for Tyler. Uh, I think she seems a touch old for Tyler, but I don't know what Tyler's into. Is she in anime? <laughs> Is she a cartoon? <laughs> Fourth down. <laughs> Do you have a house that you often drive by and think, one day I'm going to be live in that house? Okay, this goes back to sometimes I dream a little too much, especially when I was younger. But when I could first play the Florida Lottery when I was like 18 or 19, they built this house on the corner of Overton Road over in Mount Brook. And I was like, okay, if I hit this lottery, I'm going to knock on the door and I'm going to tell them that's my house. Now, I haven't seen that house in forever. I don't know how it's, like, if they've renovated it, if they've kept up with the times. But outside of that, I don't think I've had one. You? 
I, I'll tell you what's funny. So when Jennifer and I first got married, we lived in, uh, she was still working in Anniston. I was already working over here. And uh, we lived in Riverside, halfway in between, right? And we used to go walk in the afternoons. And we used to walk by this house. And I loved this house. It was out on the river. Uh, or I guess on Logan Martin, on the lake the there. River. It was on the lake. And it was just a gorgeous house. Beautiful setting. It just had a private lot. I loved it. And I used to tell Jennifer, I was like, we're going to live there. That's where we're going <laughs> We lived in Riverside for like six months. I've never been back. It just cracked me up that I was like, we're going to live there one day. Would you ever consider buying your childhood home? No. And fixing it up? Mm, you had, nope. If you had almost no limited Zero uh, interest. Dude, I went by my, uh, I showed Maddie the childhood home. It is, in my opinion, somewhere that there is zero chance. For whatever reason, I still dream about that home. Yeah. Do you guys, my, is there a certain time. time you dream about more? And those were, I guess, more of the formative years yeah. between the ages of like seven and fifteen. But there ain't a chance in hell I would take that house. Everybody's saying that that woman just got out of uh, Alice Village. She's stalking me now. Should have, should have GoPro on her forehead. Yeah. I mean, were they Aliceville like? No, like I mean, this is a normal looking. I just she had a tat that came down on her arm. And yeah, I'm surprised the nose ring jumped out to you. I would say about one in ten have a nose ring now. Well, I mean, I just noticed it, so it's on her face, so I kind of recognized her face. Now, the, so. the nose ring that I noticed more is that, uh, what, the bull? The, yeah, that's awful. Oh, yeah. Like Alvin Kamara. Yeah. I saw one of those yesterday, too. Like, you just want to put a little stud on the side? <laughs> ah, we can get past that, yeah. but that bull nose. That was interesting. I had not seen that woman in my life. All right, that is Four Downs presented by Slice. Uh, four great locations for lunch or dinner. Get into the Vajaya Brothers. Tell them the next round sent you. You're going to absolutely love the product. Uh, Lakeview, the original. Vestavia, Montevallo, Crestline Park. Coming soon to Homewood. Local pizza, local ingredients. SliceBirmingham.com. For those that are fans of EA College Sports, a couple things came out today. The EA College football game. The proposal is that players are going to make $600 and a free copy of the game. That's your compensation. I mean, I I think it's a fair deal. I read that this morning, and I know there's going to be people out there like, let's say, going into this season, uh, a Jalen Milrow. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm worth more than $600. If I'm EA, I'm like, kick rocks. That's yeah. fine. You know, we've played this game before without the likeness. That's to right. me, somebody's not buying the game because a guy like Jay, and I hate to use Jalen Milrow, but – you know, um, well, somebody like him's making good money in NIL. I could see him getting it and donating, you know, giving it to a teammate or donating it to charity or something like that. You know, just, just yeah. But I think if you're not making good money, you'll definitely take the six hundred. Absolutely. If if I'm a third string offensive lineman that has zero NIL money, I'll take six hundred. There bucks is game. never a consensus on anything, a hundred percent. So you know, yeah. there's going to be big time athletes that will opt out of this, and they will say, "What I don't want to happen is EA to say, you know what, we're going to give this guy." Ten thousand yeah. dollars because we really want him in the game. Uh, also, Kirk Herb Street and Chris Fallard has come out. Will be the voices on EA College Football, uh, the new one that is coming out. So basically, your Saturday night prime game is what it's going to sound like. Wow, Kirk Fowler or Kirk Herb Street and Chris Fowler. And, and you, I wonder, bet they're getting more than six hundred bucks. I was going to say, you wonder game. what kind of money they get for that because a lot of guys, big time names. And probably Fowler and Herb Street don't get this much for one commercial shoot, but we had heard, you know, there was a time that Charles Barkley did a Taco Bell commercial 15 years ago. It was a 24-hour shoot, got a million dollars. But to do this, the work they would have to put in for all of the teams, all of those rosters, all of those scenarios, this has got to be seven figures for both of them. I bet it's a big deal. So uh, Fowler and Herb Street, good for those guys. Uh, EA College Football 25. Coming out, 600 bucks a player and a free copy is the proposal, and Herb Street and Fowler appear to be on board. Everybody's announcing it now. Um, coming up, 
soon. I think it's the 29th. Is that the Senate vote, Lance? Is that the 29th? Uh, is it? The, yeah, I think it is the 29th because we're going to be talking about this up until the 29th. But look, it's your money. If you've always wanted to legally wager here in the state of Alabama, look, this could create jobs. There's going to be great tax benefits. Uh, they need to hear from you, though. Did you know that Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, you go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It is paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org. Again, they want to hear from you. You need to call today your senator and tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. You'll have an opportunity, uh, lottery, casinos, and sports betting from our friends at sportsbettingalliance.org. All right, you were asking us uh, to comment on the Eli Gold situation at Alabama. We will do that next on the next round. Never miss anything Auburn. Watch Village Vice at Wardam Pods on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Tournament time is almost here, but any time is a great time to jump on with MyBookie.ag. When you sign up at MyBookie.ag, use code NEXTROUND for a special sign-on bonus. You can use that bonus right away. Win once with it. It is yours and yours forever. Not like some of the sites that make you win 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 times before you keep the bonus. You win once at MyBookie.ag. It is yours forever. Basketball tournaments, NBA, the start of Major League Baseball, NASCAR, and golf. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Code NEXTROUND. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Visit nextroundlive.com today. It's free, unless you haven't paid your internet bill. So go ahead and pay that, and then it's free. Heck, you can pull out your phone and go to nextroundlive.com right now, where you'll find all the free content that you can stomach, unless you haven't paid your phone bill. Then you need to pay that, and then you can enjoy all the free content. NextRoundLive.com is so rewarding that it should be behind a paywall, like Lance's Lock. So in summary, play Lance's Lock. Then you'll have enough money to pay your bills and go to NextRoundLive.com, where you're always at your happiest, for free. Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. The wait is over. Tonali has arrived. Beautifully distinctive Italian styling and performance. Come test drive the all-new 2024 Alfa Romeo Tonali plug-in hybrid at Alfa Romeo of Birmingham. The all-new Tonali offers best-in-class horsepower and torque. Fastest 0 to 60 times in its class. Plus best-in-class range with full electric charge. And best of all, qualified Tonali leasees are eligible for up to $7,500 EV tax credit factored into your lease. Hurry down to Alfa Romeo of Birmingham and experience the all-new Tonali. 
Every day, someone is ridiculed and mocked for the clothing they chose to wear. It's a harsh reality we all must face. But you have the chance to change all of that with one visit to nextround.store. For just a few minutes of browsing, you will observe so many clothing options, from hats to hoodies to t-shirts. Please, for yourself or someone you love, go to nextround.store and embrace the warmth of true attire. All right, what was the question last night at Odie's? What came first, Charles Barkley or John F. Kennedy's last breath? John F. Kennedy's last breath was 62? Is that right, Rockstar? You should know this better. Than, Why should I know this better? Well, because you had beef stroganoff, and you went to see the line of fire, and in the infamous trailer, they would take the six from the 63, and they would flip it to a nine, because it went from 63 when he was on the detail to he's back in 93. Uh-huh. So I've always remembered that yeah, JFK you, yeah. was and, killed in 63. And you remember that I vomited all over the place. And there's yep. a famous Stephen King book titled yeah, 1122. I missed by one year, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. It's been a while since I've had history. So Barkley, we brought this up four downs, celebrated 61 two days ago. So born February of 63. November of 63 is when JFK, unfortunately, took his last breath. These are the little things you learn at Odie's Team Trivia every single Wednesday night. Make sure you stop by again. G. Kerbo was there last night. Uh, great food. Uh, Maddie had the corn dog again. Uh, they've got chili. They've got incredible sandwiches like that Diablo sandwich. Rodney Davis has been doing it for more than three decades. Not only the original location we go to, Crestline, every Wednesday for Odie's Team Trivia, but now the Homewood location as well. It's Odie's Team Trivia. Um, all right, so we were asked to discuss this. Yesterday, news comes out uh, as Eli Gold released the fact that uh, he was not returning to the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Eli has been the voice of Alabama football for a very, very long time. Uh, 35 years. 35 years. Um, Said he was asked not to come back, basically. It was not his decision that essentially, um, my understanding is, his contract was not renewed. His contract was up. And um, obviously is very hurt by the situation. There are a lot of Alabama fans that speak out on both sides. I I, I don't... um, Listen, I am not unbiased in this. Chris Stewart has been a friend of mine for going on 30 years. Uh, Chris and I have worked together. I have known Chris for a very long time. He and I talk often, text often, play golf together. Um, I have known Chris for a very, very long time. He is one of my better friends in the world. I would say that. So I can't really be unbiased in this one, Lance. I am thrilled to see Chris get this opportunity. And I think he's deserving of it. And I, I don't know how this was supposed to end. Everybody's like, you know, Eli said today in an interview he he expected to do it for another decade. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, you know. I, I mean, just, I enjoyed listening to Eli growing up, but the problem is when you do have bad health and you take a sabbatical, sometimes you lose your gig. Yeah. I mean, and look, Chris obviously does a really good job with this. It's unfortunate for Eli, but it's Alabama's prerogative. They decide to go in a different direction. It's what happens. I mean, unfortunately, the older you get, the least, or the less you're respected by some people. It's just a fact of life. I remember a couple of our former colleagues. They would tell me at different times, just wait. The older you get, less people are going to like you. Less people are going to respect we, you. We just talked about the opposite, though, with uh, Clay the other day. 
is that some guys, the older they get, they become almost beloved. Like, nobody dislikes them. Yeah, but I think there were some, some examples. Like, Tim Brando was an example that was thrown out there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Corso was a good example. When Corso first started it, people hated Corso. Yeah, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. Um, look, and, and when you're passionate about something, as Alabama fans are, uh, he was polarizing. A lot of people loved Eli. It was nostalgic for a lot of people. And then a lot of people were critical of Eli. Um, he said what? I said, I wish Eli and Alabama could have come up with a classy way to part. Um, you know, I'm, I will say this. Eli is doing a lot of interviews, and he's talking a lot of this. You're getting his version of what happened. I would keep that in mind. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cam, 3150 over there. It's Eli Gold. You don't treat him this way. Should have been allowed a final year. You don't know the – I mean, look, we don't either what exactly went down. Yeah. You don't. Um, I think there probably could have been a settlement where, hey, look – Let's not have any bad blood here because I didn't think we would ever get to a situation where um, Eli would publicly come out and say, hey, it wasn't me. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't know all the details. Obviously, we are not in on the day to day in a situation like that. But I don't also know what was offered to Eli that didn't, you know, he didn't want to do or Alabama. Eli offered something to the Alabama. Alabama didn't want to do it. I do. I do not know. I would just say this, Lance, you and I have been our whole professional life in this industry. If you go into this industry thinking you're going to get to call your own shot out of this industry, you might get to do it, but 99.9% is you don't. Yeah, this is more coaching. I mean, yeah. you know, to use an analogy, uh, the, the majority of people are going to get fired or they're going to be forced to resign. That's what we deal with in this industry. And it's just, I mean, it's just a sad truth. It's just, you, you don't, you generally don't get to call your shot out of this industry. You don't get to call your shot out of coaching. I mean, Nick Saban did. Who's the last really good coach that called his shot out of coaching? Bill Snyder? Uh, did Frank Beamer? Frank Beamer, yeah. Bill Snyder. I mean, I mean look at that. you got to do it a long time and be really successful to get to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, the good news is... To go out on your terms. Eli is... There is so much accessibility to every single event out there. I heard Eli doing a game. It was really weird hearing him do a non-Alabama game, but I forgot when it was. It was recently. But, you know, I know he's still doing the Birmingham Bulls, right? I think. I don't know that. I think he is. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. On yeah, that. you could be. I mean, he was at one point. I don't know yeah. if he is. Um, but look, he's going to have opportunities. I mean, he's been out of NASCAR for how long? Five, six, seven years. Yeah, and I think Ten that years? was kind of controversial the it way was. that thing ended. Yeah, it was. If you go read the reports on that, there were reports. I I hate it for I, Eli. I, I, Eli. I do too. Honestly, this way. was never nice to me. Yeah. Um, he he was not. No. See, he's never been anything but. Yeah. But nice to me. He, yeah. he, I think he made it a point. He didn't like the way because I don't. I think there was a lot of people like he, he I followed your show, right? Yeah, I yeah. don't think I don't necessarily think that you and Dunaway loved the way I did a show early on. I mean, it was really different. I mean, but it I didn't could be wrong the way I felt about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I just remember Eli was not a fan of the way we did the show back in the day, and um, yeah, wasn't wasn't very nice to me. I didn't care. He got a little nicer. As the years went by. Yeah. I mean, he... But I, I hated I, for Eli. I remember I enjoyed listening to Eli yeah. do Alabama play-by-play play as a kid. Yeah. And, and again, you know, so for those that don't understand how this works, the University of Alabama um, takes bids on who handles their multimedia rights, who handles the radio and the coaches show and the signage in the stadium. And Learfield Communications is the company that holds that for the University of Alabama. There's a different company that does it for Auburn. 
And they are the ones that they run this on the day today. Now, Alabama approves the announcers. Learfield can't go out and pick anybody they want for an announcer. Alabama approves it, right? So this is done in conjunction with Alabama. Learfield is a money-making business just like we are, just like, you know, um, ESPN is just like they're they're trying to turn a profit, and they had a weird setup where you had a, a guy who was probably making a lot of money doing football. You had Chris who's doing basketball. Um, that's just a lot of people. That's kind of the old system. Like most of the time, a school has one announcer that handles football and basketball. That was a rare situation you were in, and I kind of like the universal announcer. I kind of do too. Yeah. yeah. I think there's something to that, and you know, I Alabama felt this was time, and you're right, probably a business decision, you know, because you're paying Chris X amount, you give him a little bit of a bump, but yep. you clean that salary out from Eli. And I, I personally, and again, I am not unbiased in this. Chris is a dear friend of mine. I think Chris is better. I think you're going with the better announcer there. Yeah, and now look, that's a matter of taste. You could say, you know, I don't, I think Eli's better, and that's just a matter of taste. Yeah, I would say that Chris, uh, I enjoy Chris's call a little bit better, but Eli was really good at what he he does. And Eli, the versatility, I mean, you can't deny it. When you can call hockey and you can call NASCAR, uh, that's impressive. Um, But look, Eli's going to land on his feet. This is not the way you wanted this thing to go down. But as you said, you don't get to call your shot a lot of times. You generally don't. Now, Eli has said today in an interview, I think with our friend... Our friends at Fox 6 there, I think Lyndon Blake, as Scott was showing me, was the one that uh, said this uh, down at Fox 6, that he's got a, a, a deal lined up with a pro sports team that he'll announce tomorrow. So good. He's, you know, he's, he's got another gig. It's not going to be Alabama football. Obviously, he did not want it to end this way. I hate that it's become public like this and that there's going to be this type of divorce because, you know, you would have liked, and maybe this will happen one day, you would have liked, you know, the Alabama Georgia game this year, and a between the first quarter and the second quarter, they walk Eli out on the field, and everybody gets to stand and cheer for him and thank him for thirty years of doing Alabama football. You know, you like for it to end that way, right? That's the way I think everybody would have wanted it. Do you to feel end. like it'll end that way? I don't know. I mean, it feels like there's a lot of bad blood right now, doesn't it? Well, I mean, based on what I read, and I just read a short little, I know uh, ESPN had one of their top stories earlier, it was last night or early this morning, but I read the AL.com article, and it, it seemed like Eli is a little pissed about this. Oh, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think you read that right. Yeah, yeah. That is one way to put it. I think you read that right. Yeah, but that's I, unfortunate. I don't, I don't think anybody can blame Chris Stewart. I mean, this no, is Chris a, did nothing. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, Everybody Chris said be good at his job. Yeah, yeah. is going to take uh, that opportunity. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, and Chris was the obvious one. He already did half the football season or more than half the football season last year. So, I mean, he's the obvious guy to get the job. Nobody, I don't think there's anybody out there. If Eli did it five more years, Chris is going to do it. Or Eli does it five more years and Chris takes another gig and now you've lost the guy that was the obvious replacement. And that's a consideration you have to look at too, yep. right? Like if you've got a good, we'll use the football analogy, if you've got a good offensive coordinator, and your head coach is you know, starting to slip a little bit maybe, and you want that offensive coordinator to be your head coach, he may take another gig. Yeah, look, and I, this is all about stability too, in my, in, in my opinion. I'm going to say Chris is, what, 45, uh, 50? Yeah, Chris is about my age. He and yeah. I are about the same age. Yeah. He's a little older than me. He's an old fart. He's older than me. Yeah, so right at 50, I mean, yeah. you could get Chris for another two decades. I mean, that's just realistic. That's not gonna, realistically, that's not going to happen with Eli. Yeah. So it's unfortunate it ended that way. I hated it ended that way for Eli. I hated that health issues played into it, and it obviously did. You hate that. But it is also a business, and I know people say so-and-so should get to call their shot out of the business. 
uh, it's just not the way the business works. It might have one day, but it doesn't anymore. Yep. And, you know, Nick Saban was probably the only person at that university that was going to get to call now, his exit. I, I will say, and I don't, I don't know how many people put Eli in this category. For whatever reason, I kind of don't. When you look at the Larry Monsons and the John yeah, Wards and it, the Jack Crystals. It's never been the same to me. Yeah, it hasn't been the same to me either. Those guys, I mean, they pretty much let them die on the mic. Yeah, every. <laughs> That's one way of putting it, but I, mean, I think it's true. They yeah. did, yes. and, and and I think those fan bases really wanted that. For whatever reason, I think Eli was polarizing, and unfortunately, when he had the health situation, when Chris came in, I think people looked at it and said, hey, look, I think this could be a better situation. Yeah. Again, he's Chris is better to me, but again, two things. I'm, I am not unbiased in this. I love Chris. And that's just a matter of taste. Everybody's going to say so-and-so is better than so-and-so. Some of you like the way Lance does the show better. Fewer of you like the way I do it better. Some like the way Jim does it better. I mean, it's just a matter of taste. Yeah, and I was listening to Chris and Brian on the way to Odie's last night. Uh, I got to hear probably five minutes of game time. And I think Chris does an outstanding job. But the fact of the matter is, I do my best not to listen to play-by-play. Like, I would rather watch the oh, game, Oh, I had right? too. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's always going to be a need from it, especially at a local level. Um, but it is different, man. I mean, when when you – and we're dating ourselves here, and there was a time, you know, maybe half the games you had to listen oh, to gosh, on radio. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one reason I know so much about Eli is because – and John uh, Jim Five. I mean, there are Alabama and Auburn games not on TV. That was your only – that was your only connection to them. Yeah, and, and – in those days, guys were like Eli was a celebrity around town for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, Eli had a Corvette. Did he really? Yeah, had his picture on the wall at Mandarin House. He did. That's what I was going to say, Rockstar. Yeah. You go into Mandarin House and there's Eli, but you know, I, his smiling I face. Think Eli had a personalized tag on that that uh, Corvette. Oh, oh he, yeah, he did. Did it say voice? Because uh, at one I, point he had the Alabama tag that said voice. I, I don't yeah. remember, but I don't he, know if he has to turn that in. <laughs> uh, Eli, we're gonna need your license plate. What would be a good one for him? Gold what? The golden voice. Gold member does not fit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Rockstar. It always fits. Gold Mike, G-O-L-D-M-I-C. Yeah. Does that fit? Yeah. That, that's, that's the right amount I saw the absolute, and this was two weeks ago, heading home from trivia, and I was trying to be, um, was trying to be somewhat responsible behind the wheel, so I couldn't take the picture because I never got it a light behind this car, but it was like an old LTD have you ever been flying down, like, uh, let's say you're heading to Lake Martin, and they've got the dummy sitting behind a steering wheel of an old LTD making you think it's a cop? Oh, yeah, And you yeah, slow yeah, down. Yeah, and you're like, well, you this, get pissed at yourself when you This do. old LTD, their personalized tag, and I don't know how they got this through the DMV, not a cop is what it said. <laughs> oh, good. Not <laughs> a cop. Ah, uh, you fooled me once. And I thought it was pretty incredible, and I tried yeah. to take a picture because I was going to send it out on our social media, and I was unable to do it. Uh, so that's our thoughts on Eli and Chris. All the best to Chris. All the best to Eli as well. I, I'm excited that he's got a professional gig lined up there, and um, I hope it, uh, hope it goes well for him there. I'm interested to see what that is tomorrow. Hey, Swap and Drop is uh, back there at Legacy Credit Union. You can see more by going to swapanddrop.com. You can apply right there, see everything at Legacy Credit Union. What is Swap and Drop, you might ask. If you've got a car loan, a boat, a camper, a motorcycle, or even an ATV, you could swap your current loan provider to Legacy and drop your interest rate and monthly payments. Swapanddrop.com. Swapanddrop.com is back at Legacy Credit Union, and now is your chance to jump on. 
You could sign up at swapandrop.com or visit any of the nine greater Birmingham area branches. This is a limited time offer. Terms and conditions may apply. See credit union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. But get started by going to swapandrop.com. That is swapandrop.com. Follow the next round on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Next Round Live.